Hi friends, Editor Joe here. Just wanted to let you know that there's a little something something after our usual outro today, so stay tuned and give that a listen. Alright, enjoy the episode! Hello, and welcome back to another exciting episode of The Alchemist Club. I'm Joe, your host and your Dungeon Master for another thrilling D&D adventure. Joining me here today we have... Daniel, playing Chet Fleek. Hall playing Desmond. I'm Zach, and I play Falrock. I'm Matt, and I play Leolin. I'm Matt, and I play Leolin. I'm uh, Waffle, playing Terrajax Heiko, the king of uh, breezes. Of some sort. Yes. Insert ad- adjective here. Summer, summer breezy, wheezy, uh, it's a cocktail. Just the Baron of Febreze. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's wonderful. <laughs> Prestidigitation! Whammo! <laughs> Finger pistols and a wink. Did we Respectfully. Just lose Waffle entirely? It's, a, it's I guess. an as seen on TV for, uh, for Prestidigitation. Uh-huh. I mean, Terrajux as a character is, is an as seen on TV. <laughs> is <ad>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, splendid! You're here. All right, we've already introduced you. Uh, uh, you'll have oh. to you'll have to listen to see what title we assigned you. Oh, excellent! Um, <laughs> we have two fan letters this week. Oh, my cup runneth over. Indeed, uh, the first is from Kelly and says, "Hello, TAC." In the episode, cut short. Some notable people in history were discussed from both Aldrax and Jack, so we got some dwarvish history tidbits without any specific people, but nothing about the elves. Can you tell us more about the history of the elves on the continent and about Sildal, S-B, because she wasn't trying to spell it, and any notable elves throughout history? So, uh, as regards the spelling, it is S-I-L-D-O-L in the common tongue, um... Nobody has checked with the, or rather they have, people have checked with the elves on how it would be spelled properly in common, and the elves' response was, why would we ever write it down in common? Yeah. They're like, Typical. oh, your, your barbarian tongue cannot hold the sophistication of our true name. Uh, we're but like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Kelly spelled it S-Y-L-D-O-L, which is a perfectly valid and probably closer to how the elves would spell it if they ever said that, it down in common. That's that's how I spell it in my head. So, But it is, like, most of the information you have comes from the uh, Hall of Mysteries, Juxian Archives, and the scholars feel that using unnecessary whys is a grievous crime. <laughs> uh, which is honestly kind of a little racist against people who speak Sylvan, but that's, we are sidetracking, or rather I am. Um, from behind the screen, I can tell you that Sildal and the history of the elves is something that I haven't given a whole lot of thought as yet, because it hasn't really been super relevant. I'd um, say it's their one place that we really have kept... Like, oh, we're not going anywhere near there since we stole their tree. We're, so. like, 100% not allowed to go there, so... Yeah. You know, like, it's there in Aldrax that have just really been on the do-not-fly list, basically. <laughs> yep. Um, I can tell you that 
the nation of Sildal is fairly old after the hatching occurred. Uh, I do have some notes here. It's loosely defined by the forest in which it resides and is occupied by both high and wood elves, although those communities tend to be fairly segregated. It is ruled by a high council that rarely meets because few issues are important enough to warrant the intention of all of the high council. Um, and the elves typically live quiet lives in like smaller communities that don't really need too much in the way of laws or the enforcement thereof. Um, well, no wonder they, they have a serial killer problem. <laughs> a serial killer they, problem of one serial killer? Yeah, in, that we know of. Not in Sildal. <laughs> I, think, I think they're cooking the books. It's possible. They're under-reporting crimes. Did uh, us getting the tree warrant the whole council getting together, was that important enough? <laughs> That's for me to know and you to perhaps eventually find out. I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to. Headcanon it is. It was. Oh, definitely. That seems reasonable. Um, so yeah, I don't have a whole lot on Sildal prepared. I will tell you that one of the things I'm planning to do in you know those rare moments when I need a break from doing my thesis uh, over the hiatus is that I plan to consolidate and expound upon a lot of my notes. So when we come back, probably in August, I will, or when I come back, I suppose the Alchemist Club is still happening without me. Um, I should have more information. Apparently, people really liked that like lore dump section at the end of yeah, that episode. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and a couple have requested that that happen again or more frequently, so I might start putting in like 10 minute lore segments every couple of episodes. We'll see. Anyway, the the short answer is I cannot tell you more about the history of the elves and Sildal and the continents in any great detail, um, but I will be able to in the future. Uh, like I said, the nation was established relatively quickly after the hatching, and it has largely been isolationist. The elves have participated in a few wars, um, most notably when Aldrax like, tried to invade them and take over and essentially use them as, as slave labor. Um, but they usually keep to themselves, as you might expect. Um, notable elves throughout history, I do not have any of those prepared. So, an unsatisfactory answer, I'm sure, but one that I can return to in the future. So thank you for your letter, Kelly. We have another letter from Patches, uh, which of course says Patches here. And then everybody has to make a D4 roll so that they can get their new code phrases for the day. Of course. Oh, Great. Uh, I got a I got one. All right, Fall Rock, your code phrase is matchstick. Ooh. Okay, that's not bad. I got a four. I like that one. Leolin, uh, your code phrase is scented pine. I like it. I got a four. Terajux, your code phrase is barren barren. <laughs> okay. Perfect. I got a much better. Ched, your phrase is dragon bees. <laughs> okay. Terrifying. Hey, these names kick ass. Desmond, what did you roll? I rolled a four, but remember, I don't look at mine. That's right. Uh, so your code phrase is Mushroom Connect. That's a good one. Um, 
and then he, we move on to the questions slash comment section. Uh, are the petrified items adhered to the tree ship or other objects, or could Terajex find himself a petrified wand because that should go in the upgrade forge? Uh, everything that was touching any surface in the tree ship is now adhered to it. Yeah. Like, it's one solid block of, of stone. Um, so, Terajex could, in theory, find himself a petrified wand if he, like, dissolved some of it in such a way that he got one, but he couldn't, like, pick one up. Well, it'd be impossible to tell with everything else. <laughs> I go around wand. for three months using it as a wand, and then everything unpetrifies, and it turns out I've been killing people with a sausage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Patches notes... Uh, that he's noticing a reckless trend out of Leolin lately. I'm willing to bet this is an invasion of the Body Snatchers deal. But when was Leolin replaced? Probably before the infamous showdown at Stoney's. Uh, when was the last time he was left alone? He's probably planning to replace all of you. He doesn't sleep, so this could happen at any time. Oh my Ooh, god, yeah. you're right. Gasp, Falrock didn't go on a date, he was taken. Any ideas either of those two have must be ignored, and you should do the exact opposite of whatever they say. Way ahead. Uh, why? <laughs> oh, why? They already, was... they already do that. <laughs> what is, how is that any different? Way ahead of you. Wait a second. If, if you all are already ignoring our, our ideas, but we've been replaced, wouldn't that mean you should start following our ideas? Nice try. That's something an imposter would say. Pretty sus. <laughs> Let's see what else we have here. Uh, Joe said pedipalp so many times that he think I think it was on purpose. I mean, yeah, I couldn't think of any better words for it. <laughs> it's um, either the ant or the clicky ant bits. Like, yeah, there's only one word for it. Ched, I appreciated your ants and animorphs references. Don't stop bringing culture to the table. <laughs> we should revisit the astral sea and the shadow fell again more lore please yeah. um wait the continents move my headcanon was that they were just in stasis on a chain how did the dragon isle stick together then uh fun fact the dragon the draconid archipelago is a very unusual instance in that all of the islands are tethered to a single tether that kind of splits at the end um due to heavy influence of draconic magic. There's a lore tidbit for you. So you're yeah. saying a wizard did it? A dragon wizard. Yep. Even better. And Patch's final comment is, Desmond, your hair looks really good today. <laughs> nice. I appreciate that. So, that, uh, those are our two, our two letters. Um... Hopefully they were entertaining and, and at least partially satisfactory. Who wants to give us a recap of what happened last time? Well, we did it. We, well, we did one thing. We we got the ants taken care of, at least. Well, we, got... we think we did. We bombed the queen. Yes. <laughs> we sure did. Uh, Finally, and now one we're of those gonna... items that Joe gonna... had forgotten about. <laughs> we're we going to loot their back. children. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, we turned into a fish and a spider, and then we infiltrated the ant compound, and then created a, a sort of chaos bomb uh, that was very fun to watch, and it blew up the queen, and uh, hopefully that was the only queen. 
And now we are in the sort of like egg storage warehouse. It's a silo. It's a whole yeah. lot bigger than we thought. It's quite large. It is quite large. So, as I recall, uh, you are standing at the precipice of a large cylindrical. Nope, that word has just vacated my brain entirely. It's shaped like a cylinder. Cylindrical. That's the one we got there. I can speak English. I promise. We'll edit all that out. Silo. No, it's it's good silo. for the audience to hear that I'm human. Cylindrical. <laughs> um, Anyway, it's a large Andrianical. tubular room. <laughs> the edges of which are pitted with hollows that contain, uh, at your best guess, what are whatever rock biters use instead of eggs. Um, and those take the form of large translucent slash transparent geodes wherein you can see all of the crystals contained within. What do you do? I enter the Durlinson, um, and This is never a, never going to stop, is it? I brought a <laughs> brought a pickaxe. Right? Yeah, I we fashioned a pickaxe. Yeah. Um start uh chiseling away at these here geodes. Okay. I mean, they pop right out of the the hollows that they're seated in. Oh, they're so not you like just pry them? Yeah. It's, oh, it's okay. like some, they take these stone orbs and they just put them in the alcove. They're not, like, fused to it. Okay, okay. Could, I, could we I, take I, them with us? Yeah. This is what money. Don't, why, don't we, why don't we let the tree absorb them? Maybe we can have ant, um, ants instead of bees. I prefer bees, but... You know what? I thought the whole point was money, and this is right now our only. Yeah, these are valuable. You also have giant. You have giant ants on the tree ship already. Also, these aren't ants. (laughs) Yes, we're uh... taking these. Gather them up. Okay, but Terrajax, I have to know: if a bee's wearing a cowboy hat, does it say "bee haw"? It absolutely (laughs) does. Oh boy! (laughs) Great. Wonderful. The, the bee also floats no. past, chewing on a little piece of wheat, and says, "You're my honeysuckle." <laughs> oh my god! All right, so uh, I've decided that we will not be coming back from the hiatus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, See, you guys, this is why you got to save the puns for the outro. <laughs> yeah. No, I was, so, I've been saving that one for a while. Um, I somebody can cast light on stuff, right? I think it's Desmond. Yeah. I, I touch a coin to your face and I go, light please. Ding! I just, I make the ch uh huh. <laughs> motion next to it. Yeah. Um, I am gonna take that lit coin and drop it over the edge. Uh, I wanna see how far down this goes. Uh, it goes down pretty far. It's not like a bottomless pit, but probably 150 feet or so. Okay. Uh, I've gonna throw myself off the edge to go and investigate the bottom. Okay. I really hate it when he does that. Wahoo! Uh, you get to the bottom, and it is more of these more of these little hollows with the uh, geodes in them. The ones down here, at the very bottom, are not transparent. They are 
that solid gray of the stone, and also sticky and slimy and covered with whatever it was the queen was applying to them. Oh, so they're they're arranged by like birthday. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. Okay. That logistically, that's interesting. Um, as you go around in a like a single horizontal ring, they're all like roughly the same stage of the process. They're not like arrayed radially. Like, oh, this column, then this column, then this column. Yeah, that looks like they're kind of arranged by, like, vertically by age. Okay. Um, I am going to dig out, like, a, a letter opener or something and kind of, like, prod at these and see if they are solid rock and if they do anything when jostled. They do not do anything when jostled. Okay. You can just pick them up if you want to, although yeah, they are gonna... covered in super gross goop. Press digitation, clean it off. Um, then I'm going to well... pick up one of these orbs and take it up to the top to compare it with the other ones. Maybe like somebody split this one open and see if there's still like geodes inside. Because if there's like ones that are down there that aren't valuable, then we can just skip them. But if those well, are did... like good ones. I think they're... They're just in the they're in the oven. They're firing right now, yeah. um, so we can come back for them. But I wouldn't pre press to digitation well, the goop off of them because I think that's what's that's what changing them. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, I had this backwards. I I thought it was they started out as like transparent geodes and then they became. No, they started as rocks, oh. and the queen applied goo to them, oh. and they well, got the patina. That's half the value. Yeah, no, no, I don't do that. I. I had I was mistaken. Okay. You, Fair enough. You depressed to digitate the goop back on. <laughs> I it back on. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't work very well. So, <laughs> question. Why don't we get the dwarves down here for excavation? Seems like something that they'd be good at. Um Yeah. And we can go scope out the rest of this clay, cave see if there's anything that can help us with the mystery of the um you know the ship and if we can do anything at all to fix the uh petrification yeah i think that's a good idea that's um, more of the that's more of the prize i would say right because uh we still haven't actually figured out what is causing the tree to uh do what it is doing and um and yeah i'm gonna and now we're on a bit of a time frame right desmond yes Yes, hey. we are. So we are. Call up uh, Soli Glimmer uh -huh. Mellows on the uh -huh. uh, Rocky Talkie and uh, let there him you know that the ants have been cleared out and there are uh, geodes here which need extracting by dwarves and to assemble an away team. All we gotta do is tell them the Stargate code and we can take the shield down. Yeah, yeah, I'm still not feeling that. How many times per day can you teleport a wheelbarrow full of eggs? I mean, basically as many times as I can rest, but I think... You can only long rest once every 24 hours. Yeah. Well, then I could do magic circle three times... Three, then one rest, so six times a day. Okay, that's not bad. I mean... Well, I mean, I could also, you know 
do it at a higher level too. So I mean that mm. increases things exponentially. But because the other option would be we would have to create some kind of bridge between Teliferous and the continent because we can't land here. Well, at least they can get them get everything out of the cave and yeah, and then we can figure it out from there. Yeah, either I can way, just can save our it can open. Either way, I mean, it opens us up to yeah. other things. If we if we get some assembly line on the ground, I can conjure some animals that can fly and just carry them up. Yeah. I I think for now, we'll figure that out. They just need to get them out onto the lawn. And yeah. then uh, we'll be done with our expedition by then, and then we'll airlift. <laughs> Oh, I could, like, lay on the ground using gust of wind, and you, like, throw them into the gust, and it shoots them up into the... That sounds like a <laughs> Yeah, what a good idea. idea. Do it. What a great way to waste all of our treasure. Yeah, let's just invent, uh, what are they, pneumatic tubes? Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah, yeah, let's call the no 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 no. Say, he's, hey, when you... he's trying to turn oh, him into a gravity lift from Halo. That's not how that works. Oh, but Desmond could freeze like a long tube of ice. Yeah. And like rifle the inside. Good. <laughs> oh, wait, do you even? We, our characters wouldn't even know what rifling is, would they? Nope. Exactly. Bowling ball okay. uptake. All right. Like a, no, like we're... a bowling ball uptake with these. These. All right, we'll, all right, we'll, right, we'll figure all right. it out later. Leyland is starting to scope the rest of the cave. Well, if I'll only there was some kind of simple machine you could construct that could lift objects a distance like using net. ropes All right. or, yeah I'm, net. I'm only interested in using fourth level spells and above to get this done yeah. <laughs> <laughs> conjure animals at fifth level what's the point of having otherworldly cosmic power if you can bypass it with simple engineering Really, if you think about it, a bear is sort of the ultimate simple machine. <laughs> I don't know that I agree with you. It's probably a crab. Yeah. No, you're right. Nature's right. most perfect form. Yep. I'm following Leyland. Same here. Okay. Uh, so you clamber on back up to the sort of main hallway and start burrowing your way through all of these various side tunnels and what you find is a lot of large open chambers with confused rock biters walking around in circles okay um, uh these are all like the standard worker type there are soldiers also okay a couple that have wings um and these chambers, there's like nothing else in them besides just rock biters. You can make an investigation check to find out. I would love to. Uh, that is a what? thirteen. I'm waiting. Uh, that was a total of eighteen for me. You don't find anything other than rock biters in in these chambers. It's like the inside of an ant colony, but as far as you can tell, the only purpose any of these larger rooms have is, like, rock biter storage. Mm -hmm. Um, okay. Falrock, uh, are you with them? Yeah, I'm there. Can you make a stone cunning check for me? 
Sure. Ah, uh, one second here. Because I'm forgetting how... It's a history check, right? I think so. Dad, have you tried talking to the ants since the queen um, died? Maybe we can, like, convince them to do things since they don't have the hive mind anymore? I couldn't talk to them before. Well, yeah, but, like, yes. what about now? Since there's no queen. They're not beasts? Oh, all right, okay. Yep. I got a total of 20. Uh, Farak, as you are going through these chambers, you notice that there are sections or areas that look like at one point they were ore or the stone composition was different or maybe there were gemstones, but they are all kind of that same uniform slate gray stone now. Oh, even the rock got petrified. Okay. <laughs> advanced wow. petrification. Yeah, advanced <laughs> petrification. <laughs> I share that with the group. Like, this is this is even weirder slash worse than we thought. Huh. Good. Yeah, this is all kinds of funky. I'll tell you that. Um, have we reached the end of these? of this tunnel or is there can we keep going you can yeah. keep going if you want to yes <clears throat> it continues on in the same way you find a few more of these large open chambers that have rock biters sort of wandering around eventually you come to one that is a little bit different and that it has some of these kind of baby rock biters that Ched spotted before um, uh-huh. that are just kind of curled up by them by themselves while older rock biters wander around aimlessly. I pick one up. Okay. It's kind of slimy and gross. Ah. And I, 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 I pat it a little. I'm like, come on, wake up. It, got a big day ahead of you. It squirms a bit. All right. I'll, I'll set it back down. What were what were you hoping to accomplish with that? Yeah, another sun. Wake it to sentience. Yes, <laughs> I was gonna imprint on it as its hive mother, and then he I was looks, gonna introduce it to TJM. He looks up at you, starry eyed, Daddy. Oh, Father, you've waked. Papa. <laughs> oh, the tongue of man. Given I like man. how you just immediately put the most sophisticated voice on these things that oh, are yeah. very much non-sentient. These things that projectile vomit at us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, father. I wish to learn more about philosophy and the arts. <laughs> and I would be like, well, son, I don't know anything about those, but I'm sure we could find a book. Anyways. Very supportive of my son's hobbies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyway, right. yeah, that that's what you is find here. End, is this the end chamber of this particular like Uh yeah, that's that's kind of the end. Should right. so should we, we take basically... some with us? Probably I mean, not. I we should take like one or two for like investigation, you know? Like Yeah. Someone someone could like dissect one of these and be like, "Oh, well, here's here's your problem." What if they're, yeah, 
What if they're useful in some way? Or we could sell them as an exotic Oh, we could thing? like sell them to Dying Gaia as like mining tools. Oh. Yeah. If they can even function without command. Well, they're probably going to die here soon enough because they literally have no ability to do anything, it appears. Did we see of any them... of them eating before, though? But some of them hurled, them, like, just walked off the edge of the continent or after. Yeah. Like, I don't think these are going to have any use utility. Well, it's like, what if you... Oh, Desmond, you've got, like, mind control spells, right? Does he? Does he, like... I have like... calm emotion. Oh. You're calm as fuck already. I was gonna like... say, like, a, <laughs> like a dominate monster or, like, a suggestion spell to, like, replace the hive mind with your own instructions. That'd be the ticket. To what end? Uh... You have a acid spitting walking toolbox. What? Where the only tool is acid? <laughs> no, you could put a little like saddlebag on them. Don't don't hate on acid spray. <laughs> it's very versatile. <laughs> but Melf's acid arrow, we can hate on that one. Oh yeah. Sure. Melf's a fucking idiot. I mean, the the only thing I can think of to try and socialize these things or um control them would be to like periodically polymorph yourself into the rock biter queen and try and direct them that way oh, as they get older that's a really good idea i'm gonna save that in my back pocket um along with a rock biter baby hey Leyland, you want to get polymorphed nope <laughs> he's already walking away <laughs> already walking away. What about Baleful Polymorph? If, if we are done with this cave, Leyland's just on his way out. Like, leave it <laughs> okay. I, I just figure Leyland's got the most experience out of all of us at this point, so. Um, yeah, if they're, like, we check the other branches, I guess, if, if it's just more of the same. Um... It's essentially, yeah, more of the same. Like, make make an insight check for me, all of you. Chad, you have advantage on those. 17. Won't even need it, because I'm just that insight. 24. 25. <laughs> okay, well, I'm getting outclassed here. Wow, two 21s. Okay. All right. 12. I rolled um, a 12. All of you except Desmond, like, this is very clearly not natural. Nothing about this cave system this colony uh kind of speaks to what you would expect to find from something that has a purpose or has occurred biologically in the world right there aren't any chambers containing food there aren't any aside from like the the egg storage and the queen's chamber most of this cave system is kind of identical to to itself so there aren't a lot of features. There isn't a lot going on here other than the rock biters, of which there are many, many, many rock biters. Um, it seems like they just kind of exist to replicate. Weird. 
Uh, huh. Really quick, I want to go back to the um, Cylandrical Chamber and uh, fly up instead of down and see what the ceiling is like. Uh, up at the ceiling, you see that the like there's a gradual transition where the crystals in the center of these geodes uh, kind of meld together to form amorphous blobs, which then uh, start to take on the features of kind of embryonic rock biters. Mm -hmm. And at the very top, it looks more like um, like frog eggs or, or whatever, where you can kind of see the baby rock biter inside. Oh, yeah. And some of them are like kind of squirming around in there. And you may recall that Chad actually witnessed like adult rock biters taking infant rock biters out of their out of their egg sacs and transporting them away from here yeah but are the exteriors still made of like crystal or is it you is it don't know I, I i prod one is it squishy uh it is not squishy so it kind of like clink yeah weird okay well um i'm sure someone will want to buy it <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what if uh, what if the queen or other rock biters are essential to them hatching? Like, if they can't break out of their own shell? Because oh, this, well, yeah. this isn't natural, right? Nope. None of this is right. But it it's all intentional. Like, I'm going to go back to it's the... It's worrisome the how... Chamber intentional and some of those i feels. want to do a like a very thorough sweep of this room um i know this room has been blown up but i'm specifically looking for any like magic items or other uh, artificial devices like maybe the queen had something implanted in them or there was some device like built into this room that was uh, affecting this process or like driving them in some way so uh, just any signs that like some stinky old wizard has been up to their tricks and it's like oh you found my magic medallion of antification you can make an investigation check I would love to with disadvantage because <laughs> Nomengard grenade give fair uh that's only a seven in that case i i will spend like t more time with this if i need to okay um, so you can take a 10 on it then all right that's uh, 11 <laughs> helpful uh you don't see anything like that other than perhaps the the shattered remains of the the nomengard grenade casing um, it doesn't look like there's any kind of magical item or anything that would resemble the remains of one anywhere in this room. Okay. The only oh. the only thing of real interest you found is like viscera, <laughs> giblets. <laughs> Testament to my skills. Uh huh. What? Well, uh, the sure. grenade. I'm gonna leave it be. It's fine. <laughs> Look, I, I will grant you the grenade did some work, but also there was a cloud kill in that room. Oh, yeah. Uh, huh? uh, okay, I I don't think we found anything here. I think whatever created these is either long gone or sequestered somewhere else. 
how many days do we have until the gnomes arrive? I believe it was three to five business days before the request got processed. Oh. And these are our... We're going we, we're gonna to need to move the ship. Yeah. These the have seven days before we reach uh, bingo fuel, as they say in the biz. It, so, do they say so, that? Yeah. Chet is, Chet is going to go back to the Sindolar um, and go up to the top. How many empty rows are at the top? Uh, two or three. Okay. This is a very recent... These rockbiters are a very recent addition to the island. Um, like, do we know that for sure? How else? How like how else would they be replicating? Like, more of this island would be missing, or we'd see another bit of a colony somewhere else on the island. Yeah. Like, if um, they've just been automatically replicating, then this they would have just replicated the shit out of the island until it became nothing and they fell into you're the void. Absolutely right. So, somebody put them here. I don't know how long the island's been petrified, but I get the feeling that the mythol malfunction with the hatching, that there's something that we don't know that we might be able to find out from the elves about the hatching and the other um, tree ships that um, malfunctioned or damaged, or damaged or went inert during the hatching, and we just don't... Maybe we don't know the right people to find out more. Um, but... Well, not like the, the rock biters are new. Unless we ask Marion, like, to, you know, if he can get some info somehow. But there, There's either, like, a, a random portal from another dimension that opened up, or these were placed here intentionally, and somebody is coming back, and we should be on alert. Yeah, we, should, point. we should probably move then until we hear about what investigations can be found. Okay. So. Um, yeah, I think, uh, let's go ahead and assist with the, uh, egg extraction then. That's probably yep. going to take a day or two. And I don't then... think it... I mean, it's a big place, but, like, not all of them are usable, right? Correct. Yeah, I, I feel like well, you could still gestating. Yes. Like, yeah. Like, maybe the ones at the very top where the rock biters are alive, maybe. Probably leave not... those be. Yeah, grab a couple though because it's like someone is going to be interested in learning more about that, and if they have a specimen, that'll be better. Sadly, the uh, queen was probably the best one to analyze. Well, well yeah, if they there get this logistical difficulties in <laughs> yeah. the if we got some of the fresher ones though, they'd have uh, a much they'd have much more data basically to go off of. Yeah. So we should. I think we should get we should get samples from every stage. Every stage, and then take all the middle stage, because yes. that's where the money is. Yep. Yep. Okay. Assist! Yep. Uh, and, I mean, we're... I assume, yeah, we create some sort of pulley system to get loads of them up to the tree ship itself. Um, I'm going to be, like, flying around in the uh, interior... Uh, circle indoor place and uh you're sticking pythons in the walls for people and just generally assisting the climbing efforts if we just yeah, I'm, I'm gonna ask the dwarves 
if they if anybody has any experience tying knots uh, the, i mean we've got desmond but i basically just want to make a bunch of big nets so i can just have giant vultures carry up nets of orbs at a time oh yeah. instead of oh, inventing nice. some creating some pulleys on the spot sure so do any of the dwarves know how to make nets joe by the time you get back um uh-oh from your expedition exploring the rest of the cave system. Egg-spedition? No. Oh, God. No. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, there is already a conga line of dwarves uh, extending into the... Um, essentially, they've gotten through the tunnel and they are working on setting up a little lift. Because you have... There are three there are three vertical climbs here. The first of which is um from the tree ship to the island that yep. you're situated on. You're uh-huh. not sure how the dwarves have managed to to climb this or how how they managed to uh, overcome that particular obstacle, but there are dwarves on the island now. Um the second I assume Ivy is just up there <laughs> high fiving them. They're really, they're just really stout, you know. They just jump down and <laughs> that's only fifty feet. Fifty foot yeah. falls, nothing. Yeah, it's... that's what five d six fall damage, which would kill a commoner at least they're three immune, times. They're immune. They're immune to all fall damage um, below seventy five feet. What they do is right before they hit the ground, they take the dodge action. Yeah. Well, it's Spish. like when ants fall, they just they Are just you... land. They don't take damage. Because there's yeah, there's smaller insects. Yeah, dwarves and smaller, ants. Dwarves smaller and ants humanoids. Are the same thing. Just like elves and rock biters are I the same thing. <laughs> uh, anyway, the second drop is from the main tunnel to that chamber that precedes where the queen was, and then the third drop is the actual verticality of the egg chamber itself. Uh-huh. So you find a cluster of dwarves. Um, standing at the top of the drop into the the antechamber before the queen's room, uh, and they are they are doing carpentry. Well, you just had to say antechamber. <laughs> okay, well, um, I'll I'll kind of stay out of their way for the most part. But if they ever need like a a rope lifted somewhere or something. <laughs> like set into place that's high up i'm available yeah so they when you arrive the the foreman whose name i've forgotten solely glimmer meadow mellow uh starts directing you without like you know you arrive and he's just like okay i need you to fly these things over here uh uh-huh. The only the only person he affords even a measure of respect to in this endeavor is Falrock. The rest of you are just more crew to direct. <laughs> That's fair. Um, and within another hour or so, there is a, a sort of functional crude elevator platform. Nice. That has been set up here. It's almost like you have a crew of dwarves who are skilled at mining. And they proceed to the through the queen's chamber, many of them holding their noses and stepping very carefully. <laughs> and 
and go through to the other side and they survey the egg chamber and uh, they say I don't know if we have enough timber for this uh okay yeah let's let's us people that can either walk on walls or fly at the ready do most of the vertical stuff uh, and just leave the main transportation back out to our mining crew it's timber we need. Uh, damn it, this whole island's petrified. I was going to say we could do plant yeah. growth, but... Well, nope. again, vultures, nets. If they just want to use their... like, I'm, I'm talking to whatever... Do we have the the foreman with us? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, if they just want to bring whatever lift that they have the first lift that got them down to the island over here, if that's possible, um, then we can, I can summon some vultures to just pull some of the eggs and nets back up to the tree ship and we won't need more timber. Uh, it is not possible to move that, that initial okay. lift over. Okay. Um, All right. but um... they, they consider this solely considers this and, says why don't you just have them like set up nets at the bottom of the shaft here put the orbs in those and then have them lifted up to this level well how big is the silo is the i didn't think that it was that wide it's about 30 feet across okay it's wide enough so but i mean i can only all right i'm gonna summon no not yet we need to make a net that is a good idea. Let's make a net. <clears throat> okay. Uh, a net with two ropes affixed to, like, longer um, spools of rope um, on the edges so that maybe two vultures could fly up a, a package. Okay. Uh, a bunch of dwarves sit down and start weaving a net um, they sing sea shanties as they work which is <laughs> I guess they wouldn't be sea shanties would they because most of the door these doors would never have seen a sea they're mind shanties yeah they're mind shanties <laughs> wait what am I doing I, don't, I can I don't know I can summon giant spiders they're large creatures <laughs> oh, no. what a good yeah. idea I don't need vultures Actually, I mean, that nets, would be though. part of the perfect net material. Yeah, that is that is the correct move, but it's also horrifying. <laughs> Alright, go for it. <laughs> I mean, they can still use the net. Like, I'm not going to stop the dwarves if they're already... They've already gotten into their swing, you know, they've hit their groove. Yeah. Um, I don't want to stop them. So. But the, the spiders would probably be less clumsy in pulling them up the silo shaft. Okay. So the dwarves finish weaving their net and the combined efforts of the party and your dwarven crew, you manage to start extracting these translucent translucent geodes and uh, bring them up to the surface through the tunnels, um, which is achieved by several dwarves dragging these nets along the ground. Because you only have the one wheelbarrow, which I assume Desmond is sitting in. 
Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. And when you get back outside, you see that there is... Um, they've kind of constructed a, a crude lift on the side of Teliferous's little patch of land. Uh, very much like a, a dockyard crane. Kind of like uh, what Waffle posted in the chat last time we were doing this. Yeah. <clears throat> um, it is currently being like held down by several other dwarves who are playing cards with Basil and Ivy like on the frame. <laughs> nice. And they begin lifting these geodes up to Teliferous. Oh, I also volunteer Desmond's immovable rod if that would help the construction in any way. The uh, immovable rod's busy. What? what? It's it's in it's part of the 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 shrine and temple. What? What? Seriously? No. What? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Because this raises but, some interesting questions about how I it... have so many questions. Questions well, about how the immovable rod interacts with different frames of reference. <laughs> well, I thought that's what we did. We like we had the we took the decanter and it's like a fountain in there. Right, I didn't know that had the immovable rod in it. Gold on that. I thought I used the immovable rod in the construction too. That's fair. I don't. I... <laughs> yeah. So that so, it's just gonna sit there now. I like to imagine for the last month and a half, whenever Tyrajux is flying uh, Teliferous, the clutch feels like a little bit sticky, like it's <laughs> kind of like like a little bit of a grinding motion when you start it up. It's like. I've, it's the the response time on the thrusters feels weird, and, that's, and now we know. <laughs> that's like, is that how that would work? Is that considered enough force to to move the immovable rod, or does it consider like Teliferous its frame of reference? I like to think that Teliferous has a strength score above twenty. I would agree with you on that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so today we learned. Today we learned. All right. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to help out where I can. Um, and, uh, yeah, let's get these eggs. Yeah, Raylan feels like he's helping best by just not being in the way right now. So, so what is Laylan doing while this is going on? I mean, he, you know, once the investigation of the rest of the cave uh, was finished, like, he didn't feel there's anything else to check out. Um Probably was messing with some shadow shit, so um, still trying to figure out how he managed to get out of the um, mythal room and, you know, not die. Trying to do any more shadowmancy yeah. uh, is exhausting and gives you a headache. Fair enough. Hang on, now I have to look up. There's a specific word, and I don't remember what it is. I mean, I would call it like umbromancy, but no, it's like uh... something to do with sh it's like skiamancy or shiamancy. It's Greek. Yeah, I don't remember. Definitely not as cool. Well, that's that's a matter of opinion, Christopher. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so it takes you the better part of a day 
and a half to kind of empty out this this chamber. Um, the dwarves are pretty excited to have something to do that isn't like raise a town of of potentially innocent people or fly headlong off the edge of the continent for a week at a time and leave behind all sight of land or or loved ones the the land of your birth your home um or any of the normal shenaniganry and nonsense that the the party gets up to they're like this is we're mining things this is something we can do we're good at this and we're gonna get it done and they do What do you do after that? Um, I'm I'm just so glad we have a crew. Like, the, yeah, the bullshit that we would have to do if it was just us out here trying to get these eggs aboard. Yeah, be nightmarish. Um, I mean, so do we just take like another day to fuck around with the tree ship and see if we can figure something else out before the gnomes get here? Uh, I I don't know. I I, I just. Uh, we basically got, like, five days, I think, before we have to leave and go back straight line to the continent or we die. Um, so I'm tracking our departure time pretty closely. I mean, uh, it just seems like we've got, we're out of ideas. Yeah, I can't think of anything else to do. Like, we've, we've poked it pretty thoroughly. Um, I think maybe we could, like try to lead a rock biter around and get it to expunge some acid onto like a tree limb so we could break off a limb and take it with us but other than that i i don't know like we we've used detect magic we've used dispel magic we've used botany we've used violence <laughs> to be fair you're still waiting on the botany yeah 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 you're right but we can wait on the botany wherever. Um, if nobody else has any pressing or clever ideas, the last thing I want to do is use a rock biter to take, like, a chunk. Like, I want to see how easy it would be to carve this thing up if we had a steady supply of rock biter acid glands. Uh, how are you planning on getting a rock biter to do this thing? Uh, probably with a knife. You're going to stab a rock biter until it produces acid? Uh, so I imagine they have, like, an internal sack of some kind that has the goop in it. So you're um, going to you're going to kill a rock biter and dissect it? Yes. And I'm going to get somebody else's help because I don't actually carry, like, big melee weapons, so... Or small melee weapons. <laughs> small melee weapons, actually. Uh, Wait, don't you have the gun right now? Ah, uh, that doesn't sound like something. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. It's it's a dex weapon. I'm not. Look, you gotta remember, I'm sexy, not dexy. <laughs> That's how we remember that. Yeah. Oh my god. High charisma, low dexterity. <laughs> I uh, I would like someone else's help with this plan. I'm gonna bring it up to Fall Rock. Say like, hey, I think we should kill a rock biter and dissect it. And one, I want to see what's going on in there. Two, I think it could be useful to try to get some of those sacks and like 
carve chunks out of the tree. The the ass. You want to try and handle the acid sacks. Yes. Hard slash brand new sentences. I twiddle my fingers and produce a mage hand. But you can't actually see anything because it's like wind. So it's just like. There's a convenience of like leaves get caught up in it so that the audience can see. Yeah, the (laughs) rocky leaves just like. Yeah. We say that like Teradux doesn't just constantly have some sort of foliage blowing around him at all times. Gotta. It's uh, it came with the barony. Anyway. All right. Yeah, I'll I'll help kill a random rock biter. Okay, cool. Um, Because my other plan was uh, ask Queen Aurelia for assistance. (laughs) That should not be your immediate second plan. That's what you jumped (laughs) to? No. Look, we're out of options. Out of options for what? What? We don't need to owe her anything, though. Okay, yeah, no, yeah, all right. Yeah, like, our scales are balanced, so... Yes. Yeah. Uh, we go kill a rock biter, and then we start cutting it open. I um, I leave the knife and stuff to you. I'll, I'll blast this thing from range, but okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I you didn't just get chased by infinity of these things yeah. <laughs> two hours ago. So, Fair. oh no, I've it's been like, like a, a day little... and a half. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. Well, still, a little hammer and chisel to get through the carapace, and then like. A knife to get through the stringy bits, and I'm just uh. This might take two or three rock biters for me to perfect the process, but I'm just gonna sort of learn the ins and outs and uh, poke around and try to find like the sauce. I'm gonna need you to make a survival check for that. Yeah. Oh. Uh, well, this is gonna go terribly, but uh, I'm gonna do it anyways. I rolled a two, so that's a four. You... Oh, you so deserve this. (laughs) Yeah, you basically just, like, you stick the knife in and start swirling it around, like... (laughs) Does Terajux have any concept of internal organs? No. (laughs) I mean, I, like, I have visible proof that it's all bullshit, like... Doctors are always telling me, like, oh, Terajux, you bruised your liver in that crash. And I'm like, bitch, what liver? I'm made of clouds. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, there's a lot of... There's a lot of just, like, goop and... And the acid gets out and makes an even bigger mess of things. And it's just... Waylon, help! (laughs) didn't get shot with that stuff why would i want to help chad help (laughs) um sure uh i i guess i'm cool with just carving these things up now um i've been kind of desensitized to it at this point they're like artificial life forms they don't even yeah I, i just have to think that they're they're not it's like carving up an alarm clock Oh. <laughs> it's like carving. Up. So, I'll roll survival then, Joe. Yes. Which is Oh my god. Can I, I rolled a 2, no. which is 
a seven. Because I, I'm not proficient in survival. All right. <laughs> Leyland walks over and sees you all. Just a, there's a field of carnage. Yep. Like, is this I mean, even, like, usable at this point? No, like... this corpse is no longer. Yes. Oh, no, I've, I've had fall rock. A viable specimen. Like, I've, I have gone through five rock biters at this point. <laughs> I hate all right, Leyland rolled a 25. <laughs> Leyland slices open a rock biter without looking at it, reaches a hand in, pulls out the acid sack, and hands it to you without breaking <laughs> eye contact. <laughs> Thank you, Leyland. And then licks his fingers clean. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, I'm going to sort of very carefully take this acid sack uh do a little bit of experimentation to figure out the best way and then i'm going to like poke a little hole in it and use it like a um like a frosting bag that you use on like cakes uh-huh and i want to do a couple tests here mostly like first thing i want to do is try to take out a like a section of bark like uh, a square uh -huh. piece and then I also want to go up to the branches and cut off a small branch. Okay. you. It is much easier to cut off the branch than it is to pull out a section of bark, just because the acid is difficult to work with, especially yes. if you're just squeezing it like a frosting bag. Yep. Uh, the branch is more important than the bark, so uh, okay. I'll just... I'll grab a couple branches. Um... You know, one that, like, wand-sized, let's say. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your plan? Uh, no, I'm I'm mostly grabbing samples. So, my original plan, if I was able to, like, cut through the bark easily, is I was going to make a, um, an anti-magic buckler shield for Falrock. And then, uh, anytime some fucking spellcasters tried to throw down at us, he'd just be like, nope, and eat it with the uh, petrified bark. I can't use shields. <laughs> then I'd put it on Desmond, I don't know. You just, like, <laughs> strap it to Desmond's arm. Yeah. Hold this up whenever you're in danger. Uh, we'll make a suit of armor out of it. Don't I tell don't me what to do! <laughs> <laughs> um... But then I also just wanted to grab some branches and stuff so we can take them with us and people can do experiments on them and be like, oh, we've discovered something about the petrification bark. It turns out that you can make a wand out of it that's really cool. Okay. Here's... It turns out it's just a rock. <laughs> you, you pursue these endeavors for another day or so. And yes. um, as you are going about this petrified tree ship and just like squirting acid at things uh those of you who are still sort of on teliferous um which is probably desmond and falrock uh i'm on teliferous and chad um basil and ivy come find you and are like well we've uh we finished our our tests and we we have some results for you eureka you tell and that's where we're that going mean? to stop the episode. 
If you think that's a, a sucky cliffhanger, wait till you figure, find out what I've got planned for the hiatus. No! <laughs> oh boy. Uh, right, so, I've been Joe, your host and Dungeon Master, for a relatively quiet and well-executed Alchemist Club plan, question mark, question yeah. mark, question mark. <laughs> Nothing went wrong here today. Always feels like we're messing up, though. Or did it? Yeah. <laughs> um, if you wish to get in touch with us, you can do so at the Alchemist Club eighty-eight at gmail dot com or the Alchemists Club eighty-eight at gmail dot com. Our two letters today were actually one from each of those email addresses, so that was fun. Um, <laughs> our socials are. Find us at the Alchemist underscore Club on Twitter and at the Alchemist Club on TikTok. And our intrepid adventurers today were... Daniel, playing Shed Fleet. Hey, all playing Desmond. I'm Zach, and I play Falrock. I'm Matt, and I play Leyland. Waffle, playing the Baron of the Racing Gust. Nope, you're Febreze. Oh. Oh, is you that... Smelled... I'm, I'm the Baron of Febreze? You smelled yes. great today. Great, Good I'm the job. Baron of Febreze. <laughs> all right. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. Thank you for joining us. We cut to a chamber, the details of which are unimportant and in fact invisible in the dim light. What matters is that there is a, an arrangement of five podiums, podia, behind which stand five figures, each wearing a robe of a different color, blue and red and black and white and brown. And each of these five figures wears a mask of a similar color. Standing in the center of these five podiums is a, a tall woman with hair like ink and eyes like the bottom of the ocean, and a robe made of whispered secrets. A dress, really, more than a robe. And she is addressing these five figures standing behind their podiums. She says that it is time for a more personal touch to be, to be given to this matter. And for this, we have new material. And she holds up an intricately carved box and slides the lid open. And inside are five vials containing an iridescent liquid. She then closes the box again and says, I trust things will go better this time. And then the camera fades away. See you next week. <laughs>